Hey guys, Jeff Kozlowski here, live streamer and digital content producer. I wanted to share a recent webinar I held for my local Public Relations Society of America Chesapeake chapter in Maryland as part of their digital event series. I focused on video storytelling in a post-pandemic world and how you can use remote video production to make sure your message is seen and heard in today's climate. Also shared some tips, equipment, and technology that can help you get started, as well as what video production may look like as we come out of the pandemic, whenever that may be. Have a listen. Hope you enjoy it. Good evening, all. Um, appreciate you, especially if you're in the, the DMV area, uh, where it's a beautiful evening, taking the time to um, tune into this presentation and do our best to make it worthwhile for you. So again, uh, I'm Jeff Kozlowski, and, and a little bit of this is, is repeated from the intro, but um, social media supervisor and live engagement lead at, at Crosby Marketing Communications in Annapolis. Uh, the bulk of my work over the last four years has been with the Department of Defense program. Um, in the intro, it was mentioned it's the Office of Military Community and Family Policy, but their public facing brand is Military OneSource. I lead all of their live engagement and live streaming efforts and do a bit of social media strategy work as well. Before Crosby, I spent a few years at Johns Hopkins University marketing for their alumni office, as well as a, a brief stint with the, the Washington football team as a video producer and editor. A lot of my background is in video and, and I've done a lot of streaming over the last few years. And of course, we'll talk more about that later. Uh, so, so since the pandemic really started back in March, a huge part of my job has been producing daily live streams for Military OneSource, again, a, a Department of Defense program supporting military families. And, and really what Military OneSource is, is uh, sort of a, a one-stop shop call center and, and website for, for military service members and their families um, on, on anything non-combat related, so finances, um, you know, transitioning out of the military, relationship help, uh, some non-medical counseling items, health and wellness, um, deployment, moving, all of that, anything non-combat related, Military One Source um, wants to be that kind of go-to uh, for the, the military community and, and their families. Um, in an effort to, to bring fast, relevant information to the military community, especially as it pertains to, to COVID-19, we've had to kind of shift our approach um, when it comes to producing videos for the brand. So for this presentation, I'm gonna dive a little deeper into that and more broadly, remote video production in the COVID-19 environment and, and how that will spill over into the post-pandemic world whenever we might get there. And of course, hope to get you thinking more about how, how you can use video or live streaming in, in your own content strategy. So current state of affairs, what do things look like right now? You know, I'm sure most people on this Zoom call can, can relate. I mean, here we are on, on Zoom as opposed to, to what may have been an in-person event uh, this time last year. Um, but, you know, COVID has obviously kind of forced a little flexibility on us. Um, you know, we're working from home or, you know, maybe as we're somewhat getting back to, to the office, some of us are in two days a week and home three things like that. Uh, homes have become offices, basements have, have become offices, and, and video conferences have replaced the conference room. Um, of course, fields like teaching have, have been flipped upside down. I had a, 
a friend tell me they're they're taking DMV driving courses online now. Um, so, you know that that goes for the creative space as well, and as especially when it comes to video, um, on site and and studio productions. Once COVID hit, were were dramatically reduced. Um, you know, homes have kind of become studios, like I have myself, which I'll I'll, I'll talk about later, and. Homes are kind of the, the production hubs for the most part now, um, at least if you're not ESPN or, or a, a, a broadcast network like that. Um, but you're even, you know, you're seeing it a lot with broadcast news. Journalists are, are setting up studios in their own homes or, or they're interviewing guests using Zoom or, or other technology like this. For me, pre-COVID, I was doing a lot of, of on-site productions, you know, packing my little streaming kit or, or going out with a video crew, driving around the the DMV and kind of setting up shop at a, a moment's notice offsite. And that stopped once once COVID hit. And now I'm streaming and producing video out of my my own basement. And, and of course, more on that later. Um, but people are are figuring it out. Um, I, I actually feel that, you know, COVID has has kind of led to a little bit of innovation, um, forced innovation almost. I have a couple of, of examples here, just some some screenshots of some some new new look uh, things like interviews. You know, of course, this is this is ESPN, and I have uh, some sports examples since I'm you know a big sports fan. So apologies if if you're not a sports fan out there, but um, this example here on screen uh, was something ESPN did, and of course mentioned ESPN is always doing innovative work. But I thought this was a really interesting. Uh, way to go about an interview during COVID time. So, you know, this is um, Chauncey Billups, former NBA basketball basketball player, interviewing a current basketball player who was stuck in the NBA bubble. Um, as some of you may know, you know, the, the end of the season and the playoffs were held in Orlando in a bubble where nobody could come out or in once they were there. And of course, you know, um, journalists and media that were not in there had to find a, a different way to talk to the players. So ESPN set up shop in a way, you know, working with a production crew that was on site, found a way to bring Chauncey Billups, the interviewer, in as, as almost like a hologram um, from a different location. So I thought that was really cool. Um, like I said, kind of, kind of innovation in, in some ways due to COVID. And, uh, you know, also smaller businesses, organizations are, are starting to thrive a little bit, places like, you know, church services, even funerals, Concerts are still happening, award shows. So video storytelling has kind of taken on a new look, but it's, it's still effective. All right, and so I want to mention that, you know, content consumption is, is soaring. And I think, you know, a lot of that is due to the fact, you know, that, and this I'm talking since kind of COVID hit or, or since early in the year, um, you know, of course, people are, are home more and, and kind of forced to, to be inside, but that has really resulted in, in content consumption, as I hear on the, the slide, has doubled uh, since March. And this is just di general digital content, but that went from three hours and 17 minutes a day at the start of COVID to six hours and 59 minutes where we are today. And this was a, a study that was done with 10,000 participants across the globe. Um, and this is daily time spent consuming content, uh, you know, and this is partly driven by 
uh, folks using connected TV or you know smart TVs and, and being able to cast uh, anything they watch to their television sets, but still a, a dramatic increase. Uh, and 48% of those people say their time spent on social platforms has, has also gone up. That social media is where um, you've, we've seen the, the most significant increase. 48% uh, again say, say time spent on social has gone up uh, with YouTube and TikTok seeing the, the highest growth there. Uh, and one other stat I wanted to mention since we'll be discussing a lot of, of live streaming that um, the number of US Facebook users watching live video on the platform has increased 50% and that's since January. So all this to say the audience is there and it's, and it's growing. Um, so, you know, how can you continue to get your story, your message in front of them in this new environment? You know, you may not have a big video production budget or budget at all. Uh, may not have the fanciest equipment, but this looks like it's, it's going to be the new normal though, uh, at least for quite some time. And I think it's going to even spill in into the time when we get back to to what we think of as a a normal uh, working lifestyle. I think people are are learning to be agile and and finding new innovative ways to to tell stories, as as we saw a little bit earlier. So, audiences there. How do we get in front of them? And 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 specific to today, we're and, and in a minute we're going to look at remote video production and live streaming because that's what I've been doing uh, for the last few months and finding some success. Uh, again, even though I've, I've been producing all of this from um, my basement with, with minimal equipment. So let's go on here. So, so again, I'll, I'll touch on Military OneSource again. Um, so, so what Military OneSource is, uh, if, if you're not familiar with it, again, they are a, a program operated by the Department of Defense that um, is sort of a, a one-stop shop call center website uh, for service members and their families to go for any information that's um, non-combat related. So, so moving help, finance tips and, and tax help, military taxes can be incredibly complicated. Um, military, helping military spouses find and retain careers through military life and, and what Crosby, my, um, my company does for, for military one source is we sort of oversee, you know, all of their, um, communication. So, so oversee their, their website production, their email marketing, um, all of their social media content and channels, which at one point included 12 different social media channels. I think we've, we've since condensed that down, down a little bit, but still it's, it is a beast of a project um, and, and a lot of work, uh, a lot of communications work. And pre-COVID live streaming proved to be a great tactic for, for this particular program. It brought a level of authenticity that we know, you know, the military community appreciates. Um, it kind of, you know, brought that feel of one-on-one of -on -one interaction. It put a face on a government brand. Um, you know, our, our streams were very conversation Q&A driven. Uh, for example, every year, Military One Source does a campaign around tax season because they offer free tax software for service members and families and tax consultants to help uh, with those complicated military taxes I talked about. So we had the executive director of the Armed Forces Tax Council on with a, a program manager from, from Military OneSource just kind of answering military specific tax questions. And, and we have um, another example is a monthly career coach, career coaching series for, for military spouses. So through Military OneSource, there are 
um, military spouses have access to free career coaching. Uh, so we have them on, on once a month to talk about anything from, from resume tips to what, you know, what employers are out there looking for military spouses and, and those kinds of things. So I think, you know, being able to get questions answered in real time puts a face on the brand, makes, makes things just more real. People want to feel something when they, they take in content, you know, they, they want to laugh, cry, give them insights on how to solve problems. And I think you get that with authentic live streaming and COVID, like it did for, for so many of us, raised a ton of questions and concerns for the military community. So we kind of had to shift our, our thinking a bit, you know, not just on social, but across the board. Um, but, but, you know, really on social, we, we know that people want, our, the military community was looking for information right then and now. And, and of course, what better medium to, to um, get them that than social. So, you know, it, COVID hit and our job is now to to reach service members and family members across the globe during a worldwide pandemic, all 1.3 million service members plus their families, that is. So, you know, imagine what's what's going on with these families. The COVID is, is kind of wreaking havoc. Imagine, you know, you're a military spouse that that lives in Fort, on Fort Bragg, North Carolina, and, and you're um, husband or wife is, is in Okinawa, Japan, and they were supposed to come home from tour, but now they can't travel. So, so what does that mean? Or you have an 18 year old son on a ship stranded somewhere, or you have a cross country move coming up, you know, the tax deadline was extended. What do I do? What does that, what does that mean for me? And these, these people need guidance. The readiness of the, the military is impacted. So, um, you know, we have to think about how to be proactive with our communications to reach these people. There's there's complicated DOD policy that's involved. There's some do's and don'ts, and um, you know, we want to make sure we get this info to them in a timely and accurate way that can help uh, the military force be ready and support family life. So, we actually saw an opportunity, given the capabilities we already had access to, um, with our our streaming software. So we said you know, let's go live daily. Um, there's, there's so much information, so many programs within the DOD and other government agencies that we're looking to get their message out. And, and we wanna be that leader in the family readiness space. So let's bring these people on our Facebook page and have, their, have them present to our audience through remote live streaming. So we started a, a COVID-19 daily update series. Uh, we go live every weekday at noon and, and, and again, you know, we have access to, to so many subject matter experts that can bring such relevant information that our audience is looking for and needs, um, you know, sooner rather than later. And we're bringing the experts to the people. Um, these videos are, you know, intended to be quick and to the point, but we, we always tell our guests not rushed. It's, they're a little different than the traditional live stream, maybe Q&A that, that kind of lasts a while. Um, some are conversational and some are, are one person just coming on and, and presenting solo. And then, you know, we can post links and to, to resources for further info in, in the comments section. But we've done more than 150 videos since, since March 18th. And those have generated more than 160,000 video views. We're also today starting to see our peak live viewership go up. So, you know, since we do or with live streaming, you can you can see at any given time how many people are are tuning in and watching, and that that peak number of of people watching at any given time is slowly going up. And I think that speaks to the fact that we are very consistent with this. We go 
again, it's the same time every weekday at noon. We're promoting it. Our, our partners that we host with are promoting it. So that's all helping there. Um, since these are on the shorter side, we do see a lot of viewership and engagement in the 24 hours after the stream ends as well. Um, but again, we're getting a lot of support from the partner agencies. Um, you know, we've worked with people like Veterans Affairs, uh, Sesame Street Workshop does a lot with the military communities. We've, you know, we've had folks like them on, Defense Health Agency, um, Federal Voting Assistance Program is particularly relevant right now. We had them on recently. Um, so this has been great too, because it allows for collaboration. Um, partner agencies and organizations working together to, to bring important messages to the military community. And again, um, giving the audience information they need right now. Um, you know, some of these topics are, are especially more important these days with COVID, like mental health, um, physical health, working with your young kids as they go through virtual schooling and again, absentee voting um, for military members. So how do we do all of that? And, and I'll, so I'll, I'll talk now a little bit about some, some of the, the tools uh, we use. Um, and, and this isn't an, an ad for, for Switcher Studio by any means, but um, I will talk a little bit now about a, a tool we've been using for quite some time and that, that is Switcher Studio. Uh, so, so what that is, um, Switcher Studio actually built their brand on being able to do multi-cam broadcasts like in person um, using just iPhones and iPads. As long as you, if, if you had multiple iPhones and iPads, as long as they were on the same Wi-Fi network, you could run uh, a multi-cam broadcast. So they, you know, kind of built their business on, you know, being able to do professional quality streams using devices we all already have at home. And, and of course, you know, it allows users to build in graphics, you know, you can do full screen graphics, lower third, you can run previously recorded video, very much like a mini broadcast hub. And, and one key feature um, that's, that's really come in handy uh, for us since, um, you know, since, since mid-March is the, a remote guest capability. So um, this basically Switcher Studio creates a URL link uh, that we can send to, to a guest anywhere in the world. And as long as they have access to a laptop or computer um, or a, a smartphone that has a camera and microphone on it, they can join our live stream. So um, that has allowed us to, to bring in guests from anywhere from Bogota, Colombia, and Tokyo, Japan to Baltimore. And, and Another beauty to this, this piece of technology is that, you know, we don't necessarily have to do it live. We also now use this to record interviews for later use for, for testimonials, et cetera. Um, so this next slide, I have a, a, a shot here of, of my um, home office there, there on the bottom. And I just kind of want to show, you know, really I've, we've been able to pr produce this and, and I've been able to, um, you know, get 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 150 plus videos out since mid-march using really just an ipad to to run switcher studio and um kind of act as as a little production hub and my laptop to be able to uh communicate with guests um and and you know as long and i have of course you know try to try to make sure i have strong wi-fi and internet connection um but you know we've been able to to Host these events using using just that. Um, you know, a couple examples I have here on the screen. We did a stream recently um, 
on the safety of dietary supplements. Um, we had a, you know, an, a, a diet expert, a nutrition expert come in and um, talk about what supplements are safe for the military community to take and what they need to watch out for. And of course, I, I think I mentioned earlier, absentee voting week, um, the, the gentleman there in, in uniform uh, on that photo on the right was in Bogota, Colombia, and the, the other gentleman was in Florida. And I'm, I'm producing everything from, from close to Baltimore, Maryland. So it's, it's really cool um, how, how all this can, can kind of work. And, and we've received consistent feedback from our guests on, on how easy it is to join. Um, you know, and of course, they're getting the benefit of, of getting their messages and resources and, and, and information in front of the, the, a new audience, the military one source audience. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, some, some other, I will say, you know, some, some other keys to, to the success of these other than uh, the equipment piece of it, you know, we certainly have been working with a good team. You know, I understand not everybody has a, uh, a huge marketing team at their disposal, but, um, you know, the, the DOD side has been great at helping us to just generate interest with their partner agencies on, on getting folks onto these live streams. And um, we're planning tech checks. We want to make sure that, you know, people have a, a solid internet connection and we can see and hear them. Uh, we have um, staff that kind of monitor or, or a team member that kind of monitors the comments and questions that come in once the stream is over. And, and so, you know, I'm not saying that everyone should go live daily or post videos daily, but, you know, just saying it's, it's certainly feasible with minimal equipment. Um, so next here, I just want to kind of touch on what does this maybe look like for the future? And, and I know you know, with our team, we have all intentions of doing video work like this into 2021. Uh, we know where the pandemic stands. We, we see that the info we provide will continue to, to be necessary in, into next year. And I think remote production, you know, this, this idea of sending someone a link and, and bringing people into a, a, a live stream or even just a recorded video like this is here to stay, you know, it, it absolutely saves on things like cost, you know, traveling and equipment, et cetera. Um, I really don't see it going away. And I, I think it can be smartly integrated into a, a video strategy and, and production. I uh, was, was listening to um, a, a, a Zoom webinar recently with, with Dr. Anthony Fauci and American University's president. And Dr. Fauci kind of gave a different example in, of, you know, traveling from DC to Chicago for a meeting. He mentioned, you know, you have to consider not sleeping a lot maybe the night before because your flight's early. You have to consider traveling to the airport and then maybe potential flight delays and sleeping in an uncomfortable hotel bed and, and going to a meeting that maybe only lasts an hour and then going home and doing it all again the other way. And he mentioned, you know, I'd much rather attend that meeting via Zoom. So I think the same will apply to video to video production. You know, I, I see almost a hybrid of, of people still producing, you know, studio quality content, but I think mixing in and taking advantage of, of remote recording or, or streaming capabilities, much like we're seeing now. So if anything, you know, I, I hope that with this, the, the takeaway I, I hope you get is, is, you know, COVID, while as awful as it is, um, you know, I think, we can we can look at it at least in the in the marketing and, and video production world that it has created a, some opportunity for innovation innovation and, and rethinking how we how we kind of do things um video can be simple you know i think as long as you have a story to tell 
a powerful message. Everything we're, we're you know, doing now, people using their laptop or smartphone, it's, it's being received well. And I think we're gonna, we're gonna keep doing it. And of course, hope you consider live streaming. You know, our, our live videos way outperform most of the recorded videos that we do. Um, you know, social platforms seem to prioritize live content. Um, and, and, you know, I know especially platforms like, like Facebook do, and, and, you know, we mentioned at the top, LinkedIn Live, you know, now has a, a live streaming service that they're kind of slowly rolling out. Um, and and I, live video can give you a lot to work with in an evergreen way. You know, you can, if you have a 30 minute live stream, you can consider using the audio from that live stream. You can extract that and post it as a podcast. You can clip your video uh, for, for use later in, in shorter social posts, posts. You can use quotes for, for you know, cool, compelling graphics um, at a later time. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Hope to do more podcasts like this. So stay tuned for more on live streaming, content marketing, and video production. In the meantime, take care.